Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes, well, he's not just the owner of a very, very exciting filly. He's going to play weatherman for us by the sounds of it. Make it Dean Skipper, a love rating.nz. You're home for thoroughbred racing and ownership is a wonderful thing. Dean, as you would know, in, in this filly prowess, she's a little bit of special, isn't she? Good morning. Yeah, morning guys. Morning Mick. Morning Louis. Um, yes, absolutely, absolutely is. Uh, you never buy a horse thinking you're going to end up with something like this. You just hope they can get to the trials and then get to the races and then win one. So um, yeah, we're very fortunate. So talk us through it. How? Where? Where did she come from? How did you get get involved? And what was the process like? Uh, well, I've known Roger for a long time. And um, always said till one day that uh, I would get him to buy me a hopefully a very good horse, which we've been lucky to get. And um, uh, a couple of years ago, I rang him and said, "Look, I'm ready to buy a horse. Go and buy me one." And uh, Prowess is her, and they exceeded the budget by about eighty percent. But uh, that doesn't matter now, does it? Uh, no. Good morning to you, Dean. I know you've been in Sydney this week, mate, so thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Just quickly, um, no I'm not sure if you've opened the curtains yet. <laughs> What's the weather like outside? Well, just on my way home, actually, Mick. The sun's coming up. God, God bless you. night last night. Man after my own heart. So, nah, it's been, it's actually been a, it's a beautiful day here today. Uh, there's been showers, which to be fair, were probably quite good for Prowess. She, she doesn't need a soft track, but just takes that jar out of it, so it should be perfect today. You talk about buying a horse, and, and this horse was bred by a really good friend of, of mine and Louise and Mark Baker, who's a, who's a quality guy, so I'm yep. thrilled for him as well. But we all hope we get a win. What did it do to your brain when the first time your horse went to the races at one by nine lengths? Because that changes everything, doesn't it? I mean, when that happens, you must just stare at the television and think, oh, wow, this is a bit different. Yeah, well, we were there live, and the first thing I thought of was reminding me of when I used to run the 100 metres at high school. I was pretty fast, but... Um, uh, it's sort of hard to explain the feeling, actually, Mick. It was sort of overwhelming. Um, we were, it was almost embarrassing um, because you, you never expect them to do that. And so you're thinking, wow, that's pretty good. Um, but then you're thinking, what's run behind you and that sort of thing. But history shows now that she was obviously pretty special. So, yeah, it was overwhelming. Well, actually. the horse you ran second to you has actually gone on to race in, in Group 1 races, Duncan Creek. That's right. I've actually backed that horse a couple of times. He hasn't just quite got to the to the winning post in the right ones, but at least he's got the place back. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he has gone some some really nice races. Um, when she came back yeah. this year, and she she started at the synthetic, did she? Am I remembering that right? She kind of weaved through. Is that is that where she started this preparation, or way back in what it would have been October, uh, November, uh, September. September she started September. this prep and it, and it was at, yeah it was at Cambridge um, on the synthetic uh, Vinnie rode her that day and she was caught up in traffic and didn't get out to the 150 and made up 
three, well, by the time she won, she made up four lengths in 150 metres. So then we were thinking, yeah, she's pretty smart. And um, and so, you know, we've gone on from there and, and each race has been um, black type. And, uh, you know, she is young and immature and still got some maturing to go. So uh, she's achieved a lot in a short space of time. What was it like when in the Karaka Classic Mile? Because we don't have that many big sexy days in New Zealand racing, but even at Pookie, Karaka Million Nights, big and sexy. That must have been pretty cool. No one's ever called me big and sexy, Mick, so no, I'll take I didn't that. mean you. Um, I, meant the, I meant the night. Oh, you weren't talking about me. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no look, we had a good old time. Uh, we had... Um, a few people out there with us, friends and that, and a really good mate of mine, Tubbs, he helped us celebrate. He ate, we ordered six dozen oysters and he ate five dozen of them, so it cost me a fortune, but uh, <laughs> we, we had a great night. And uh, uh, so it was on the day, once again, we were so excited. like We were just jumping up and down and fist pumping and carrying on. And as, you, as you've probably seen, Roger managed to spray us all with the magnum of champagne, so it was, uh, it was fun. Here's a question for you. Say you win today, people always say when you win a group one, it's job done. Now, I've had a conversation about this with Robert and with Roger, and I think our views are different on this, but I'll be interested in your view. In two weeks' time, there's an Australian Oaks worth a million dollars. And if someone said to you two years ago, Skip, you'd win a million dollar Australian Oaks, you would have thought it was the greatest thing in the entire world. But the boys are talking about potentially, and I know we're going to get through today's race first, bringing her home. What would you like to do? Yeah. Um, oh, look, you know, like for, for me, it's the, the million dollars sounds good, but it, it's more about winning a Group 1 race in Australia. You know, that just franks her as a valuable broodmare. Um, but... You know, she's been up for a long time. She had a, a small break um, early December, a couple of weeks off in the paddock and a swim. So she's been up for nearly six months and further improvement to go. So uh, Roger and I had a good talk about that at dinner the other night. And, uh, yeah, look, she's, no matter what happens today, she's most likely coming home on the plane. And uh, I'm okay with it. You know, I've never trained a horse so I'll leave that to the experts. You mentioned the fact of her broodmare value heading forward. Is that something you want to do? Do you want to get involved in that side of the business? No, no, it's not something I want to be involved in. Um, so, so would I've she would she be for sale? Would would she eventually be for sale? She will be eventually. She will be for sale. Yep. Wow. Okay. And how would you go about that? Is, is it a case that you would put her on Gavel House Plus, or you would take her to a Magic Millions? Have you looked into that at all? No, no, honestly haven't looked that far forward at all. Um, we're just enjoying the ride and, and hoping she stays sound. And, and, you know, we've got a big group of people over here uh, for this weekend, actually. Friends have come from um, New Zealand and Australia, and we just, we just enjoy that side of it. Like, the fact that she's so good just makes it a buzz for everyone. You're tough work, Mick. The man's on his way home from town at 7 o'clock in Sydney, and he's got to back up again, and you're asking all these curly that, questions. This is the sort just, of stuff I think about in the morning. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I had to ask Mark Walker this, um, Skip, because he was a little, he had the gravel in his voice as well this morning after Imperatrix won down in, in Melbourne. I said, are you, you going to be all right to go again if Campionessa runs a big race? Well, you actually have your race to go. So... What, <laughs> 
I hope, you, I hope you've got a bit of in the locker, mate. I hope you've got a bit of gas still to go. What are you going to do tonight? What's the plan? Casino? Well, you know, I've had 43 years of training to get ready for nights like this, so uh, it's not hard to get up for it. But, uh, no, we won't be going to the casino. We'll just be going to a restaurant and make a hell of a lot of noise, really. <laughs> Perfect. Well, they have uh, got a bit of practice, Roger and, and Robert. Apparently, the Pinarello dinner was a good one. So they're going good at the moment. This filly's going super. Last question from me. Do you have a punt? Yes, I do. And are you up, are you up for plenty? Oh, I am up for plenty. I got a truckload off from Peritrez last night, actually, so that's all gone in the bin. So, uh, yeah, um, now nah, we we are up for plenty. Uh, so, you know, win, lose, or draw, she as long as she does us proud. Um, she's got a perfect barrier draw. Um, track's good. We just want to be out in the open somewhere. You know, we don't just want to be tucked away on the rail. So I'm sure. Roger will sort that out with Mark Zara. So um, fingers crossed, everything goes according to plan. Oh, it's very exciting. Mate, good, no, luck, good, uh, good luck today, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, thanks, thanks for the call, boys. And, um, yeah, we're, everyone's pumped and, and uh, half of New Zealand's on us, so that's good.